Let's stop pretending to sit back, relax, and share the facts that we believe in. Talk about our favorite comic book, book our favorite lyric hook, and all of these stories about these shady crooks. Welcome to the Bad Sun. Welcome to the Bad Sun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the extremely awkward uh, Bad Sons broadcast. Hello! Uh, I'm Kenny Mandershad. This is... I'm uh, Connor. <laughs> uh, Connor is also awkward. That is why this podcast Hi. is awkward. I'm a Gemini. <laughs> Are you um, actually? Yeah, I am. Oh, I just uh, guessed that earlier, actually. Yeah, I didn't you know can that. see it. I'm two people. I have strength and... The uh, <laughs> fertility and vitality. So, I've been wanting to do this podcast for a long time, and I haven't had anybody to do this shit with. And I actually met Connor at my work. What did you, what did you think would be the first day that I walked in? First day you walked in? Honestly, it was weird because I was on tour with my band for almost two weeks prior. And then my first day back, our boss had told me that he was looking for somebody else. And our first day back, you just kind of showed up, and you and me were the first ones here. And I was just kind of like, who is this guy? Is he a customer? What? I talked to you, and you're like, oh, I'm new. And I was like, okay, what, what's up? <laughs> Not knowing that there's like four people who work here total, so yeah, so it being new is a big deal. It'd be awkward, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I tend to like be pretty open-minded with people. Plus, you were a hundred times better than the guy who worked here before. Okay, those day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, are, are we not changing you. the first letter of the name? To... No. We'll Frank. 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 Yeah, um. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really like. I didn't really know what to talk to you about. I mean, I like comics. That was like the most random fucking thing in the world because nobody I know likes comic books. So we kind of bonded over comic books. It's weird how like no one likes comic books, but they're the biggest movies. So I think it's like people just don't want to know. It's fucking nuts because like if you think about it in the 90s, everybody read comic books constantly. And they didn't even have any movies. Nothing, right? They were shit comic books. And they were terrible comic books. And now you have like some of the greatest books I've read in my entire life are comic books, and some of the biggest money makers in film right now are comic book movies, and people don't fucking read that shit. They don't give a fuck. So why don't we start with that? I just swore a whole bunch. Oh, well. <laughs> favorite favorite comic books. Favorite comic books? Yeah. What are, what are your favorite full runs of comic books? You were old. <laughs> that was a good segue. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. A lot of my favorite comic books. Are, me and Connor both read comic books, if you didn't actually know. Uh, graphic novels. Graphic novels. Um, I don't know. I kind of got back into it a couple years ago. Um, I was having like a tough time with depression. I don't know if I told you this. And I was like looking for something to keep my mind off of everything. <laughs> and I had a friend who I was in a band with at the time who also wants to do a podcast, actually. I told the him the guy who uh, has all the swamp thing. Yeah, actually, I told him he could come sit in one one time or something. But trying to get a swamp thing. Yeah, he's got crazy amounts. But me and him started going to get comic books like every weekend, and I started reading a lot, and it took my mind off of a lot of shit. And uh, yeah, basically all of my favorite comic runs 
start around then, a couple years ago, New 52 reboot. Easy jumping on point for anybody was that out there. More than a year ago? I want to say. Yeah, it was. It was like at least a year. I want to say like 2011. So much. So it's been like three years going on. It's manageable now for anyone who hasn't gone into comic books. You actually have a jump point to start at rather than having to read really dry, boring shit. And in case you're wondering too, this isn't going to be a podcast just about comic books. It's going to be about life, life, interests, random stories. We're going to talk about everything that we like, everything we don't like. Like personally, I just had a Gazasosa La Nostra um, (laughs) Italian soda, which was delicious. So that's our first plug. Gazosa La Nostra, (laughs) if you want to hook us up with with, that. you know, send us a case if you are that company. Yeah. Don't and if you aren't, you can still send us a case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, top five comic book runs. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to do yours first? Okay, well, obviously, you know the artist. So, would you, would you be willing to do the artist for the ones that you know? Just, like, blur them out as soon as you say What do you mean? Like, Fantastic Four. Oh, shit. Uh... Which which run was that? That was the Hickman run? Hickman and uh, Matt... Fraction. It's yeah. Fraction. Fraction, Matt Fraction. I'm terrible with names, actually. That was an amazing Fantastic Four run. If you're into, like, just multi-dimensional shit, and the reason I love that one the most is essentially Reed finds out that one thing that's consistent with himself is, like, a entity in, like, every single reality is that he builds a portal to an extra dimension, and the consistent thing is that he always builds it and he always goes through it as like one consistency that never changes and uh, he goes through it to find like all these other reeds which uh, assemble the council of reeds who are basically set on the destruction of the universe for their own ends so that's my favorite for that reason that's number five so it's basically just like dimensional travel and shit with based yeah. around like just everything every story. it's the best fantastic four run I've ever read. I've actually heard that a lot I yeah. listen to a lot of comic book podcasts and on a lot of forums and stuff. I've heard that from all the people. Uh, next one would be Black Sad by Juan Diaz Canales. Did you say writer. Black Sad or Black Sap? Black Sad with a B-L-A-C-K-S-A-D. And the artist on that is Juanjo Guarnido. And uh, that one's, like, really fucking good because it deals with uh, racial issues, it deals with uh, religious issues, sexual issues, and it kind of, like, puts all under the guise of animals and you don't really know what the fuck's going on for it. And then you realize that it's basically, like, as fucking close to reality as they could make a comic book and then they just change what people look like. But when they change it, they made beautiful art, and it's flawless. I think there's three books, and they're incredible. So that's uh, um that's a graphic novel. Yep, that's full graphic novel. Okay. It, it was a French book that was translated to English. Third one was yeah, fuck it, Power Pack. Um, Power Pack. Something I don't know. I don't remember what my third one was. <laughs> something, something I own a lot of. Okay, uh, Sandman Overture has just been really fucking cool since I started reading it. That one just came out recently, though, yeah, hasn't it? It's beautiful. I haven't. It's not done. It's not even close to being done because it takes about a month or two months to get an issue, but it's really good so far. 
Is that Neil Gaiman writing that still? Yeah, so that's like pretty weird that he's come back to write a comic series. Um, that's number three. Number four would probably be Silver Surfer, the current series, just because it's the Marvel a, Now one. Yeah, it's a great plot. Who it's, writes that one? Uh, I don't even know who the writer is, but right now uh, Mike Allred is the author, or no, the artist, I mean. And he's like one of my favorite artists, so I don't know whoever the writer is doing a good job. They, the stakes are high. Do you find uh, that story is written like good for Silver Surfer? Because I've heard a lot of complaints saying that he's it's, not, it's, like a child it's not normally like Silver Surfer. Like, no, he doesn't act like that ever, but like it's the whole just plot of the story. He just gets trapped on Earth, which I think is cool. Like, it's happened before, and now they're doing it all over again. But there's a lot to like lead you on. It's kind of like Lost. I feel like it, it'll be like the TV show Lost, where it just has like a really shit end in the very. End. I don't. I've never actually watched Lost. As sad as that is. Yep. There's uh, so many. You you basically find out that Hurley has been dreaming the whole time, and the island is actually just a dream. Of his. Spoiler alert! Jesus yeah, Christ, man! It's been. <laughs> And then, okay, so that was number four, and then my, I guess, number two. Uh, and then my all-time favorite one is Watchmen. Anyone who hasn't read it, I'm not going to spoil it. Kenny's started reading it. So I'm about I'm about halfway it. through now. It's fucking incredible. I, like, it's a big book, though. That's the only thing, is it's kind of hard to uh, get through that book because yeah. it's so big. Alan Moore's best writing. Yeah, so those are my favorites. Uh, Kenny, where are yours? Um, let's see, I have, one of my favorite ones, the first one that I got into when I came back to comics was when New 52 first started, and I was kind of looking for new books to pick up. I picked up ones that looked like different than most ones, like I didn't want to pick up, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to pick up like a, like a Batman comic or anything, because yeah. like, I had no doubts that Batman was going to be good, but I had a feeling that that one wouldn't be like going anywhere, That's true. Like it would it would be sticking around for the long haul because it is such a popular character. Yeah. So I picked up like uh, a couple of them. I picked up Resurrection Man, picked up Swamp Thing, picked up a couple other Marvel ones. So a lot of my favorite ones are the ones I, I was reading when I first started coming back. So like the first one is Swamp Thing, the run, the first I think it's eighteen issues of New Fifty Two, written by Scott Snyder. Shit. Drawn by uh, Yannick Paquette, I think that's his name. And he is like literally, like, have you seen his art before? Uh, I've seen it in the comic books. I haven't seen it in like, It's seriously like some of the greatest comic book art. It just captures my imagination. And like, it's one of those artists that when you see it, you're like, well, of course, every comic book artist, when you see it, you're like, that's impressive. Oh. Well, besides that, there's yeah. like a <laughs> clear cut few that you're like, wow. We should make a list of that. But, uh, oh, shit, <laughs> but like whenever I see his art, it just like pulls me in. So I had to buy this book. And I later found out that Scott Snyder was also writing Batman. So I mean, I ended up picking up Batman anyways for that reason. But yeah, Scott Snyder just came up with a lot of cool stuff. And he did some cool stuff with that character that is kind of like a horror novel. And Scott Snyder does a lot of horror style stuff. And I really, I really enjoy like everything that he does. So, uh, my second one is uh, Agent Venom. 
I had no idea who the fuck this was. I just remember watching the uh, Spider-Man series in the 90s. Yeah. And Venom was like the most terrifying cartoon character I've seen in like my entire life. Or like a space alien that comes to Earth that like eats people killed. and like can't be killed. And, like It was just fucked up. So I remember I was walking through Walmart and I saw the cover of the book and it was this guy... Is uh, Flash Thompson, I later found out, sitting on the edge of his bed looking at a bottle of alcohol with the symbiote crawling around him. Yeah. And he looks super depressed. And I was just like, it just registered with me because yeah. of what I was going through. So I picked it up for like three bucks at Walmart, read it, and it, it honestly like just took everything to a whole new level. They still call books at Walmart? They do. It's so weird. Like they'll have, occasionally they'll have really good ones, but I think. They sometimes they'll carry Batman, but they usually carry Detective and um, like the Superman one. That's wow. like Detective, and they have like all the Archies and Sonic and all that shit. But yeah, know, I'll go by once in a while. Or some shit. That's the thing. It's like I'll go by once in a while, and like sometimes they have books there that like sold out at all the local comic stores. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately, like there's a Batman that I missed out on, and I found it at Walmart. It was fucking badass. Uh. So, yeah, basically... Walmart's easiest deal. So, basically, Agent Venom. Uh, I don't know. I just really like the idea of, like, somebody who, like, was just dealing with a lot of bad stuff in their life. He's a guardian, though. And now he's the guardian of the galaxy, which is, honestly, like, another one of my favorite books. It's not on the list. It should be. But I could only choose five. So, Guardians... Yeah, especially since that movie came out, I think everybody, if you like the movie, you need to pick up that book from issue one of the current one. It's, what are it's so uh, good. 8th Street Books and Comics? It's on 8th Street. No, don't go to 8th Street Books and Comics. Go to uh, go uh, to that comic store. Go to, if you're in Saskatoon, go to Unreal oh. City or go to uh, Amazing Stories. Go to Broadway Comics. I've never even heard of that. Is that an actual place? What? Connor shaking his head no. Okay. <laughs> he forgets this is a podcast. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Then I'm registered with me. It's a cool story. Went on. It's like short run, so you can pick up all the trades and hop in. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to people out there <laughs> and to you. Because I don't think you've ever read Agent Venom, have you? No. There's one part where it's, uh, Venom goes to hell. Okay. And it's him, the Red Hulk, X-23, Johnny Blaze, and forgetting somebody but they all go to hell and it's like one of the most badass comic runs i've ever read in my life was x-23 sleep with anyone in that run uh i don't think so she seems to someone in every run <laughs> she's that's the true most it only x-men she just slept oh with the uh, angel so yeah. and cyclops did she yeah the fuck um anyways <laughs> so that's my number two that went on a long time uh number three is uh Scarlet Spider, I found out is it's written by, uh, I think, Chris Yost. Okay. I had it written down as something else, but I was totally fucking wrong. Uh, he's such a good writer. Uh, once again, the artwork is just fucking amazing. Like, every book that I like, I just love the artwork. Um, it's just cool. It's, it's basically a clone of Peter Parker who uh, just basically, like, doesn't want to be anything like Spider-Man or Peter Parker. And then... It's not like the original Scarlet Spider, but it's it's where he's he's more of a badass than anything. 
So I, I thought that was really cool. He has like stingers that come out of his wrist. He like stabs people with them and stuff. So that one was cool too. Uh, that one was also like a limited run that just ended. He is in New Warriors now. But New Warriors just got cancelled like last week. So uh, just look out for Scarlet Spider to pick up anything that involves him. Cause so New Warriors started awesome. and ended. New Warriors started after... Uh, after Scarlet Spider ended, and then it just got cancelled, like, it's like, I think like, close to 10 issues in, but it's gonna be done in like, November or something. So, I don't know, I think they're doing it because my theory is they want to tie it in with Spider-Verse, and they want to work him in to a Spider-Verse team or something. Yeah. So, I don't know, that's just a theory, but, um, my fourth one is like, it's a lot of people's most hated comic book runs. Uh, it's personally my favorite because it's something different and it was done so well and so It's such a unique story that I just like instantly fell in love with it when I when I started reading it uh, it's uh Dan Slott's uh, Superior Spider-Man. Shit, man. <laughs> I know you haven't read that one either. I know all, I almost all of these you haven't read them. So Basically what happens is uh, Dr. Octopus is dying Peter Parker's fighting him, and uh, Dr. Octopus puts a machine on them, switches brains. As his body is dying, Peter Parker's brain dies in that body, and Doc Ock's brain and consciousness are in Peter Parker's body. That was a good issue. So lost, he... Like, turnover issue? Like 700. Oh, yeah. So basically the whole run of Superior Spider-Man, I think there's 32 issues now. One just came out like six months later, whatever. Um... Just Dr. Octopus as Spider-Man, just being a complete dick to everybody. Like, he starts dating, like, a short person. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, there's a lot of twists and turns. There's a lot of weird stuff that happens. But, like, most importantly, it's it's Spider-Man, but just, like, a badass. I guess that's what I like. That's, like, the common thing is, like, in everything I like, it's just either kind of a horror based or it's like extremely just like the character just becomes a badass that's the best part of that issue 700 is when he punches scorpion and the face breaks his jaw and then thinks to himself like holy shit spider-man's been taking it easy on all of us this whole time he could kill us with one punch so. that's the thing is like dan slot just thinks of shit yeah. to write that people think about or haven't even thought about and it just makes total sense and during that run spoiler spoiler uh, Spider-Man kills somebody willingly for the first time. That's great. And that's that's something that's that was huge. And that's why a lot of people hate that is because he killed someone. Well, it's not Spider-Man. So. Yeah. You know what I mean, though. Butthurt fanboys are butt. Hopefully he comes back. I love Superior Spider-Man. What's this last one? I can't even read it. So. Uh, the last one is uh, New 52 reboot. Aquaman. Oh, okay. Jeff Johns. Have you read that one at no, all? No, I would not pick it up. Why? I don't know, nothing against Aquaman, I just, I don't like the artist who does it. It looks like just a blonde Superman, and I hate the new Superman. Yeah, he looks... You know what, As I thought something extremely similar. Yeah. Until I started reading from issue one. And I got issue one just on a, a whim. I hated Aquaman ever since I was a kid. I just didn't think he was cool. He's just some stupid guy that talks to fish. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Is in the first issue of the new 52 reboot, a kid's like, there's a fire, Aquaman shows up, and a kid goes, Aquaman, what are you doing here? 
you're just some stupid hero that talks to fish. Yeah. So he goes, if you don't want my help, I won't give it to you. And he just walks away, turns his back on people. Once again, a badass hero yeah. turns away. He fights all kinds of monsters and shit. It's honestly like, I love that it didn't really tie into any other books at first. But like everything Jeff Johns wrote was just gold. The first two trades were amazing. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really like the third one. It was like Throne of Atlantis. I've liked the art since issue one. Like, I I don't know if the artist changed throughout, but I know the first two, it, it was amazing. And what was the announcement? It was, uh, it was that girl. Mira? Mira? The, uh, the character from, from, uh, Phantasm, remember? She's like the sister. Phantasm? What do you mean? In the comic book. Fantasia. Fantasia? I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Anyways, <laughs> this was recently announced. No, you're just making it up. up. Jesus, this is one thing that you'll I'm learn while this goes. Is Connor is <laughs> difficult to uh, to get the truth out of sometimes. So uh, yeah, I'm actually liking this. This is cool. Like, yep. I'm glad that we like get to hang out sometimes because I don't really have any friends on comics. Uh, what else do you do for fun besides comics? I smoke a ton of weed. Yeah? I'm not even going to lie about that. I I think that I changed all my reward structures in my brain and my chemical balance uh, to the point where for a while my I've gone through many substances that have been my daily goal. But I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm a functioning addict uh, of many things, but... I do like to enjoy a joint. I think that's where me and Kenny differ. It was just uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm. Uh, if you don't know, I'm I'm straight edge. Uh, no I, drugs. Nothing. I've never done drugs in my life. Sugar, sugar's the biggest drug I've done. Sugar is like the only thing. Um, sometimes I'll snort pixie sticks, but I mean, who hasn't done that? Exactly. Um, me on the other hand, I love to experiment. Um, not only with drugs, but with my body. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell, them, tell them your latest craze. Everything. Oh, fuck. Is it chatterbait or is it down, no, it's, down against the hip? No, it's the... Uh, oh, bulletproof coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh. did, you say, did you say gun to the head? Yeah, I, uh, I mastered with a gun to my head. That's it's the only way I can get off anymore, but anyway. That's not true. Uh, we were trying to keep this PG-13. That went it's really not, dark really fast. It's not PJ. <laughs> uh, bulletproof coffee is essentially a black coffee or just a coffee with nothing added to it except for two teaspoons of butter and then you add two teaspoons of uh, coconut oil and this should be unsalted grass fed butter or else you'll have a very <laughs> salty buttery coffee. Why grass fed? What grass fed? That's just because, like uh, that's just the cow's meat means the cow. Like what does that mean? It's just like grass fed. You get. Uh, more vitamin K in your butter if you have grass-fed butter and uh, so they take the butter and they feed it grass. <laughs> That's they, my question. Like, what they is take the cow? What they the fuck the, does that they mean? They only let the cow eat grass. They let them all. It's like free range. But do they normally if eat anything else? Portlandia. It's like free range chicken. Like, did this chicken have a nice home? And it's apparently it's like if you have free range cows that eat grass all the time, they end up less stressed. They have less. Uh, was it uh, 
cortisol, like the stress hormone in their bodies, so therefore the meat is softer and more tender. Uh, they have less diseases, um, as well as basically their milk containing vitamins that they wouldn't otherwise contain because they'd probably just piss them out from stress or just not manufactured in the first place. That sounds besides the point. That sounds like really like. So basically, kind of sounds boring. But anyways, oh, absolutely, it is. Bulletproof coffee. Bulletproof coffee. So it's in two table, table, two teaspoons of butter, grass-fed organic butter, <laughs> uh, two teaspoons of uh, organic coconut oil. It must be picked from the Moroccan islands and ran through a, a bowl of gems, blood diamonds. And then, uh, yeah, basically the, the caffeine blends to the fat and the butter. The the uh, coconut oil tells your body, let's burn all the fat in your body right now. So then you basically just get a really fucking nice peak buzz so you for do, like eight hours. You basically get like the ultimate coffee buzz and then you're losing weight while you do it. Yeah. Even though it's like <laughs> I, anybody would say that it, having butter in your diet period is pretty bad for your not fat intake and everything. No. Nope. But like. That's hydrogenated. Hydrogenated butter is bad for you. <laughs> And uh, that only happens when you heat it up. So as long as it's unsalted and cold, it's good to eat? Well, you, you, have, to, you have a lot In to moderation. change the chemical structure. Nutrition! <laughs> Anyways, All right. so uh, you also okay. do, do what you like, do music. I'm we, we, with we, no, legitimate. Come on. Oh my god, <laughs> I watched the Russian roulette scene of Deer Hunter last night. Well, I've never seen that it's movie. Is it good? I wouldn't watch it unless you feel like being really depressed and down. Really? It's like, fun. is it a horror movie or what? It's about a Vietnam veteran and like. Oh jeez. Yeah, it's bad. Anyway, <laughs> that's why I keep mentioning masturbating with a gun in my head. I'm sorry. Um, Inappropriate. Other than that, I, I draw constantly. I make music. I make album art as much as I try to. What's What's your Instagram so people can oh, check oatmeal, out? Oatmeal chocolate. As far as Oatmeal chocolate, all one word on Instagram. Yeah, I do portraits. Add Connor up. He's honestly like it's really cool because me and him, right. it's so weird. We're like so similar but so different. We can both draw. We both draw. We opposites. both like making music. We both love comic books. He loves smoking weed. I don't. That's probably like our biggest difference. And, and just like our normal features, like you have brown eyes, I have blue eyes. Yes, he's Aaron. dark hair. Very hair. jealous. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Are you like making music? You got, uh, what's, what's high static? (laughs) Well, before I start talking about that, let's just say every day when you are walking down the street, everybody that you meet has an original point of view. (laughs) And, uh, that's that. That's that's why we're doing this podcast. Hey man, uh, what a wonderful kind of day. Yeah. Learn to jerk and play. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, oh, yeah. fuck, what was I? Oh, <laughs> I, I static is basically just uh, it's a music a, collective, a beat culture, uh, music collective that is just starting up. We we have no money, so if you could please just send us some money, because you know I would help you if I could. No, you wouldn't. I know. I would. I would if I had money to like donate to. Startups and shit, and just sit on Kickstarter looking for viable businesses all day. I would, but there's no return. There's no fucking return. That's music, man. Yeah. 
I play in a hardcore band, <laughs> and uh, hardcore makes you nothing. Uh, while music in general makes you nothing. So like, makes you, you have to or punk. Yeah, and that country. Country. Um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, if you want to be a musician, you have to like basically put everything into it. That's like money, your heart, your soul, your time, and like. For most people, that's why you don't see a lot of people sticking to it, is because it just it takes so much out of a person. You have to be like dedicated. And you know, and I know what actually makes you money in music. And that's that's what we do here. Merchandise. Merchandise. Complete <laughs> bullshit. The merchandise is you have to spend money to make money, and it couldn't be true for music because you can make a product that is essentially commercial for your merchandise. And your merchandise is essentially a commercial for your product, which is your music. And it's like a closed loop, but only one of those actually brings in any income. And the other circumstance where the other does bring in income, it's to get them into that building so they can buy your merchandise. So it's just like a shitty thing. If you want to become a musician, go to marketing school. Yeah, and, let's... Uh, let's give another shout out to La Nostra Gazosa. <laughs> Our sponsor for this episode. Well, <laughs> very, very doubtful, especially if we. By Larissa. Yeah, I, I mean, if you've listened to this, please like comment on Connor's Instagram or something, and just let us know you listen to the podcast. Because if you haven't, oh well, we're still gonna do this because it's fun to just sit down and talk. Yeah, yeah it gives you something to do, but. It looks like 30 minutes of your life is gone. Well, yeah, a little bit longer because of that shitty-ass intro we did. Keep listening for the prize at the end. The prize. The prize is always coming. The prize is always coming. We'll tell you the answer. So I found this list. Um, We like to try and come up with, like, little ideas of stuff to talk about for our... Actually, you know what? For our uh, episodes, uh, we never did the introduction of why we called it the Bad Sons oh, podcast. So we like this little boy. Well, his name's Billy. It all goes back to comics. So if you know anything about comic books, you know who uh, Billy Batson is. Uh, you know anything? If you, well, <laughs> that's not fair. If you know who uh, the old Captain Marvel is, or uh, Captain Marvel. Captain, Captain Marvel, uh, or Shazam, as people like to call him in the New 52. Um, Billy Batson's a little boy who just yells Shazam and turns into this, basically, a Superman replica who just like can't die when he's in that form, essentially. What do the letters stand for? I have no idea. Strength. I didn't even know okay. it stood for anything. So yeah, uh, one day me and Connor went for lunch, just... Couple weeks after he started here, through a flashbang in the mall. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen. We were we were hypothesizing. Is that what the right word? Yeah. We were hypothesizing what would be the most interesting thing to happen in the mall because we were talking about uh, the sexy sax man and oh, how yeah. he like busts into food courts and he starts playing uh, careless whisper. And how do you top that? I'm and sure we were just careless whisper on the piano. We were just talking about a. Uh, what were we talking about? I think it was Future's End. You had a theory oh, that, yeah, that... Uh, Spoiler. S- the Superman in Future's End with the mask was actually Shazam, right? Billy. Billy Batson. So 
I had this idea for this podcast while we went for lunch, and I was thinking we should do a podcast, and I asked him, he said, yeah. We were talking about stuff, and it evolved into thinking of how funny it would be to bring a flashbang and a smoke grenade into a, a mall, which wouldn't be funny at all, so well, don't this do this. Is, that wasn't even my first idea. My first idea was to get an eight-year-old white kid and introduce him into a room full of black kids and then no, just okay, no. watch, watch his psychological response. And it's not racist in any way in the fact that we just want to see what the differences do. No, you wanted to see. Well, there wouldn't be a difference. People are people, Connor. Not, not when you're an eight-year-old white kid. Basically, what I personally hypothesize what would happen is that uh, basically the the kid would get like he'd be maybe just like a little shook when he walks in, and then like the other kids would warm up to him and like start like hanging out with him. But like, who knows if they among their social groups say the n word, so they probably start like calling each other the n word and shit. And then eventually, the other kid, he's like. He'd be clueless. He's been accepted by these people. Like they're saying it. He wants to be part of the group, and then he would drop it. And then that's the moment where it's like you just watch everybody's reaction. You just stop. See what happens. See if they accept it or see if... Or they they probably like laugh or some shit, but like we don't know. And that's why this is science that we need that to That sounds do. interesting, but... We I, need to get funding. Anyways. So if you're out there no, 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 then talk to Connor, but I want nothing to do with this. So they're not down? Kenny is not down. Uh, anyway, nobody cares about social science. That's not true. All right, that's not true. Okay, let's move on. So, <laughs> back, back to that's not how we got anyway, bad sons. Our moderate is currently four four one zero zero. Yeah. So, anyways, we we're talking about how it would be funny to do like this prank, where we bring in a flashbang and a smoke grenade, and we. Is that what you're calling black and white people now? <laughs> no, shut up. <laughs> have one of us dress up as Shazam and just have a kid go stand in the middle of the food court, throw a flashbang so it just blinds everybody, smoke grenade, and as the smoke clears, one of us is hanging from the ceiling wearing a Shazam outfit. And uh, Neither of us are jacked enough in any way or look good. Well, there's like a muscle suit. And like They have Captain America Christmas on. We wear like uh, Elvis suits. Christmas. I mean Halloween. You know what I mean. So yeah, I was just thinking... Batson, and then we just I, I came on Bad Son because I was Welcome like, We're to bad, the bad son. Son's podcast. Yeah. So, uh, are you bad, son? I don't know, it's something, it works. Yes, sir. You, know, you don't need everything like uh, DVD ASA is something, wow. it means something to that person. Uh, Connor's actually grief stricken right now because that podcast way. just ended. It's the only reason I'm doing this is because he. Live on the legacy. You, you gotta fucking get your shit together. Quit being a little bitch. Start start fucking doing what you've been thinking you're doing. That's what he said? Yeah. He said, so. No, that's not it. I paraphrase. <laughs> so basically, I talked to you. Know you that I never way. can quote anyone. It's always gonna be a paraphrase. It's gonna be completely wrong. Yeah, yeah. I think I've liked that too. That, tell him Steve Dave, like all these random you ones. Tell him Steve Dave. Tell him Steve Dave. They all mean, like, I don't know. Me and Connor both love podcasts, too. That's another yep. thing we have in common. Uh, so we wanted to do this for a while. And uh, our workplace is kind of like Footloose, but instead of dancing, it's a podcast that's been outlawed. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of our, this is like, our rebellion. Yeah, exactly. Because we're currently podcasting at work. Hours, so yeah, that's in the workplace. That's actually... I didn't even think about uh, that. That's actually a genius connection. Yeah, Footloose. 
I wonder if uh, life is filthy. I wonder if Guardians of the Galaxy would be proud of us. Oh, do you remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The Footloose. Anyways, we're only gonna talk about comics a little bit longer in this one because I know not everybody's into comics, which kind of sucks. So you should probably go buy something. Yeah, you should um, get into comics. If you need help buddy. finding something to read, I mean, you can message me or Connor too. Um, his Twitter is again at Oatmeal Chocolate. I don't so, have a Twitter. Or Instagram. You can my Instagram bad. me pictures. Instagram. Or, or no, you can Instagram anything. message. Anything. You can do whatever you want to my Instagram. I've never had fans before. <laughs> we wouldn't say fans because people aren't fans of us. They'd be oh. listeners. People who listen to this are listeners. Oh, fans. Oh, there goes the bottle cap oh. of the uh, La Nostra Gazosa. By Larissa. So, you can message Connor at Oatmeal Chocolate on Instagram or me at uh, Kenny WTHI, which means something. It's my band. Okay. <laughs> where the heart is. Yes. Uh, so, shout out to where the heart is. Thank you for sponsoring this episode and clothing us. Well, I would never wear my own band shirt. Okay, let's just be real. Like, we can't. I'm completely naked right now. We're outside in the snow. This is Saskatchewan. We just got dropped off by two cops. I'm actually currently trying to find. Uh, I had something pulled aside. It's 25 fun facts about Marvel Comics that you probably didn't know. Did you want to hear some of these? See if you know them? Is there any way you can quiz me on You know what? I might be able to. Uh, let's see if I can if I can come up with questions and see how okay. well you do. Okay? I'll be wrong. So Darth Vader was actually... Dr. Doom. Okay, the question was inspired by, but yes, Dr. Doom. Woo! <laughs> uh, okay, how about this one? Uh, this man who worked for Marvel as a writer for hire sued Marvel in 2005 because he was hurt by Marvel Comics' decision to keep profits from him for over 60 years of his time with the company. Can you read the first letter? S. Oh, Steve Dicko? Oh, what? Stan Lee, bro. Did oh, you know Stan, Stan Lee, Lee sued Marvel? Fuck him. You didn't know that? I did. Why? <laughs> Don't say fuck Stan Lee. I have two Stan Lee shirts. He's a, he's a You can like him. <laughs> Once again, mind. our differences pop out. Oh, man. Which is going to make this more interesting. He's I think. shameless. Oh. Yeah. So am I, so never mind. In the early 1990s, this famous pop singer tried to buy Marvel Comics just so that he could play Spider-Man in his own produced movie. I don't even know. Michael Jackson. Wow. Michael Jackson wanted to wow. play Spider-Man, so he tried buying Marvel Comics. Isn't that insane? He should have. That would have been incredible. Wouldn't that, like, well, I mean, who would be taking care of it now? Yeah. Rest in peace, little well, Mikey. Maybe he wouldn't have got murdered by Illuminati if he... <laughs> <laughs> if he owned Marvel? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't... <laughs> you think he got murdered by the Illuminati? Yeah, I think he got murdered by his doctor. But... Well, he was part of the Illuminati. <laughs> okay. So, did you know... This one I'm just going to tell you straight up because I have no idea how to ask okay. this as a question. All right. Did you know due to strange laws in the USA, importing toys resembling humans are taxed higher than those that don't? 
Marvel successfully argued in court that because their X-Men action figures are mutants, <laughs> therefore should be exempt from the high tax. That's very cool. Huh? Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that's great. A lot of you people probably don't care, but you're listening to this, so oh. we win, I guess. <laughs> I'll give you uh, this number five. Um, this one I'll just... Uh, no, I'll actually quiz you on this. Uh, in 1995, there was an issue of a book called Blank Kills the Marvel Universe, in which Blank kills every single Marvel superhero and villain, including himself. This was what year? 95. Weird. Long time ago, eh? So it's not Deadpool? It's not Deadpool. It's kind of obvious, like, when you think about it. Is it Wolverine? No, it's uh, The Punisher. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. But, like, if you think about it, in one issue, he kills, quote-unquote, due to the site (laughs) bromygod.com, the Punisher kills every single Marvel superhero and villain, which seems... That seems total... Well, you know what? That's actually... I didn't even... Well, even then, there would be more on other planets and shit. Well, I guess he probably takes the universe and shoots it in the head. Yeah. Something like that. You know what? That's probably possible. Um, did you know that this Spider-Man villain was a fan-based concept that Marvel bought for $220? So a fan sent this idea in and Marvel gave him 220 bucks, moved on, and now it's one of Marvel's most infamous villains, I would say. Infamous. Infamous, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> uh, you're right. When you said it, I just Do you know? Can I take a couple guesses? You can guesses? take a couple guesses. Okay, Green Goblin? No. Is he predominantly a Spider-Man villain? Yes. Uh, this is very hard. It's not that hard, though, when you think about it. He's like one of the biggest villains? He's one of the biggest fan favorite, I would say, Spider-Man uh-huh. villains. Not Doc Ock, you have one more guess. Venom. Venom. It was Venom. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So somebody came up with the idea for Venom. Marvel gave him 220 bucks, and now that person's kicking themselves in the ass, because that's all they get for it. (laughs) Especially in the 90s, when Venom was fucking huge. huge. Okay, did you know that... This is just going to be a statement. Uh, During the production of The Avengers, uh, the movie... Uh, they couldn't get the Hulk's roar to sound just right, so they decided to supplement it with recordings of Lou Ferrigno be- bellowing as the original Hulk. Did you know that? Yeah. You did? Yeah. That's fucking crazy, man. And he also plays a security guard. Does he actually? In the uh, Incredible Hulk movie. And then he asks, like, deliver a pizza, and he gives Lou Ferrigno a pizza, and then he's like, thank you, brother, and then... He's like, thank you. And you mean Bruce him. Banner? Yeah. You said gives Lou Fregno a pizza. No, yeah, Bruce Banner gives <laughs> yeah. Lou Fregno a pizza. Oh, does he? Yeah. That's funny. Did you know there's a Marvel superhero called Squirrel Girl? Oh, yeah, she's the most powerful character in the universe. Who once beat Doctor Doom by flooding his aircraft with a swarm of squirrels. She's like the highest power rating of any character. Really? Yeah. How does that work? She's just bullshit, obviously. <laughs> Did you know in 2002, a four-year-old boy suffering from hearing loss didn't want to wear a hearing aid because superheroes don't. 
and to get him to wear his hearing aid, Marvel Comics created a superhero with a hearing device called Blue Ear. Did you know that? And now they have Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Hawkeye's deaf now. Spoiler alert. If you're not reading Hawkeye, I'm not reading it. I just know. Good for that kid, but, like, it's yeah. just a big waste of time to create. Make, make a better hero than Blue Ear. Blue Ear? Oh, well. Uh, let's see. Uh, how about uh, Marvel has a superhero named Throg, who is a frog that has the power of Thor. And is in a superhero group called the Pet Avengers. Did you know that? Yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of comic book people know that. How about this one? This one's for... A lot of these are for people who actually don't know anything about comics. So it's... it's. I know quite a bit and I don't know how these. What about uh, in 1983, Marvel published a comic book called Your Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Ham. Oh yeah, Spider-Pig. Peter Parker was a spider pig named Peter Porker. That's so awesome. I actually love him in the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man oh. uh, cartoon. Um, Spider-Pig? Spider-Pig. He's in the cartoon, isn't he? Yeah, he's in uh, Loki Changes Them. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, so, if people out there didn't know, I'm pretty sure you know this, because you're not um, that inexperienced with comic books, but uh, actually I know you know this. Uh, in 1996, Marvel and DC Comics created an amalgam, amalgam comics that joined their two universes together, thus resulting in characters such as Dark Claw, which is a combination of Batman and Wolverine, Super Soldier, who's a combination of Superman and Captain America, and the Iron Lantern, who's the Green Lantern and Iron Man. Obviously, you know, okay? yeah. Have you read any of those? Yeah, I read Do you want some? Actually? I got a couple at uh, Tramps. I have, I think, like four out of the five uh, Amalgam Man or whatever. Mm -hmm. or those I don't ones. want any Dark Claw, but like... I, I have one. It's like a Batwing or something like that. It's like a Man-Bat mixed with something else. I, I don't know. I used to hate it when I was a little kid. I thought they were the cheapest fucking comics in the world. I thought like it had nothing to do with Marvel or DC. And it was just like... It was just there to some, rip it off? Yeah, I thought it was like a thing that was trying to like... Just because it was like a completely new, hey? Uh, if you did it again, I'd so please. Yeah, that'd be... I don't know. I, I kind of wish like I was alive in the 90s just to read that as it came out. Oh, yeah. They weren't that good, actually, like oh, when I read them. Shit. But they're still interesting to have. Uh, did you know in the 1970s, Planned Parenthood teamed up with Marvel Comics to release the strangest Spider-Man comic that discouraged teens from having unprotected sex? Isn't that weird? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Real walk. There's another comic book where uh, Commissioner Gordon's finishing a cigarette and then Batman basically lists off all the things wrong with cigarettes. And then, oh, it's like an anti-smoking thing? Yeah, and it's just like that was rampant in the 80s and 90s in comics, all these PSAs that had to be worked into the actual literature because they thought somehow like people look up to these heroes maybe a little listen to them but like the reality is you don't do half the other shit that a hero does yeah so you're not gonna like that's not gonna like push you to quit smoking or some shit yeah um do you remember which batman run it is where jim gordon uh who was trying to quit smoking put out like a reward for like the entire squad to uh find all of his hidden packs of cigarettes around the city because oh. he used to he used to hide them, so when he was out on uh, patrol, he'd just like pull up and like 
grab a pack from his hiding spot in the city, and he just like cool. So there's like a there's like an issue where he's like looking for a pack of smokes. I can't remember. It might have been was it Hush? Does he still smoke? Something like that. No, he doesn't. Not in the new Fifty Two. He's in prison right now. If nobody knows. Man, he'd be doing good if he smoked. That's what uh. That's what um. Gotham's gonna be about is him as a as a youngster. Did you know that? The so. OC, too. <laughs> Got from the OC, yeah, man. to New York. Of course. He kills Batman's parents. No, he doesn't. Get the fuck out of here. Did you know? Okay, let's get back to this. Number 14. Apart from writing for Marvel, Stanley also wrote 15 DC comics, reimagined popular heroes like Batman and Superman. Ooh, yeah. You knew that? We listened to that on the podcast. Which one? We were talking, they were talking about the reimagining. Did they actually? Yeah. Anymore. How about this one? Uh, when the character of Nick Fury was reintroduced in the Marvel Ultimate mm-hmm. Universe, he Samuel was redesigned to resemble Samuel L. Jackson without the actor's permission to use his image. It wasn't until Samuel saw himself resem- saw himself what the fuck? This is phrase weird. Samuel himself saw his resemblance in the comic that he contacted Marvel. To secure a role in any future Marvel movies. That was so, actually the artist who drew him exactly like it. It was the same artist who does his terrible fucking shameless tracing. Oh, like the the porno stuff yeah. where he like traces porn. Because like I remember the very first issue of Ultimate X Men, he doesn't look. He's black. He has a different haircut. So essentially, him. he traced Samuel L. Jackson yeah. and put an eye patch on him. And same thing happened in Mark Miller's Wanted, where they used a picture of Eminem to make the main character in that. So. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. It's bullshit. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Um, did you know Deadpool was created as a spoof of DC's Deathstroke? Yeah. That's. I saw a video was released. Wade like, Wilson, Slade. Slade, Slade, uh, Slade Wilson, and yeah. Wade Wilson. Uh, there was a video released like last year of some guy claiming that he created Deadpool well, and he sent it into Marvel and Marvel's using it without his permission. I it's, felt that. It's on YouTube and he's like, he goes nuts about it. Like he has like a 45 minute rant saying, oh, this is what I did. I named him after Slade Wilson and all this stuff. And if you watch it, it's the most ridiculous thing ever. You can just tell that this guy was just a Deadpool fan and he's just like... Just so full of shit. It's so funny though, because well, he gets so again, like upset. The character looks so much like Spider-Man and um, Slade Wilson Deathstroke, is it? Yeah. And it's just like, it doesn't matter if you create it, you're still ripping off like two heroes that you can't use either way. So yeah, it's retarded. Pick a company, sell it to them if you actually did make it. But he didn't. So. If you made Facebook, you would have made Facebook. Did Social you... network. Shout out. <clears throat> That's going to be opening soon in theaters. <laughs> I think. I don't know what you're Jesse talking Eisenberg about. Jesse Eisenberg will be playing Lexington. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? You made yeah. the Daily Planet. You would have made the Daily Planet. No. 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 Right. Uh, so. <laughs> number 17. <laughs> uh, Mr. Immortal. Do you know anything about this character? Oh, no. He is a Marvel character with no special powers except immortality. 
which I would say is a pretty special fucking power. Which is weird because Celine is the oldest Marvel character, yet there's an immortal character, and she's basically immortal as well, making him, like, useless. So it's Mr. Immortal. Uh, he has been killed in ways including shot, suffocated, stabbed, drowned, crushed, starved, dehydrated, exploded, poisoned, decapitated, irradiated, and incinerated. Which makes me wonder, how is he uh, Mr. Immortal if he fucking dies? Yeah, that's a good point. Is it like a ripoff of uh, Resurrection, Resurrection Man? Yeah. Without the powers. Without the cool powers. Uh, let's see, what else? Well, there's uh, a, a fucking TV show coming out called Forever. It's the exact same premise. That's based off of the comic book. What is, is it? it? I think so. I think I heard about it. It's uh, the main guy from the original Fantastic Four. Not the original Fantastic Four, but the 2000s Fantastic Four movie. You played Reed? Really? He'll be playing the guy and basically he's been living for thousands of years. It'll be cool. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard much about <sighs> it, so hopefully it's good. I'm really stoked for Constantine. Oh, yeah. I'm really like. Swamp thing on camera? I hope so. I mean, dude. Justice League Dark by Meryl Dottara. I wish that would fucking get going. He said he hasn't even finished the. He wrote a first version of the script or something I read, but he hasn't. How do you say his name again? Benicio del Toro? No. Del Toro? Guillermo. Guillermo. Oh, Guillermo. Guillermo. I don't know. Del Toro guy. Whatever the fuck his name is. Benicio del Toro. He's the guy that did uh, Misinformation. Pacific Rim? Yeah. Great movie. Kajua. I've still never seen that. Kajua. Is that the monsters? Mm hmm. Um. Let's see, number 18. There is a fictional company in the Marvel Universe called Damage Control. Do you know what that is? Is it like S.H.I.E.L.D.? It specializes in cleaning up the mess that superheroes and supervillains leave behind. Who owns that? I don't know. I'm assuming that Stark Industries does. I think one thing that's like, I guess I didn't even mention this, but like entrepreneurship is one of my favorite hobbies other than drawing and the life, and uh, I think the biggest inspiration for that was basically Gremlins 2, the new batch, and then all of the Marvel companies, which are incredible, like such as Oscorp, Roxxon, Stark. Everything is so fucking cool. The fact they built this entire thing since the 80s, 70s, since, since the comics started, they've had all these things. Oracle, Namor's company. It's like one of the coolest parts about Marvel is they have a fully functioning business, like reality, corporate structure within their comic books. Meanwhile, DC just has like the ones that conveniently fit in the plot. Wayne Industries. Yeah. It's just Wayne Industries is pretty big time though. Oh yeah. Say. But it's just like it, it works in the plot. Meanwhile in, in like Marvel there's people who don't have superpowers who still own companies. Yeah, I guess people, hey? people who are I never really thought of that. superheroes. So they're still interacting? Hmm. Oracle's the coolest, though. Let's see what else is there. It's pretty yep. cool on a tangent, eh? Oh, No, it's all good. That's the whole point of it, man. Tangents are good. That's what makes podcasts last. Uh, number 19. This one, if you don't know this, you're... <sighs> I can't even say, Let's like... Let's do it. Hit me with it. <laughs> do you know the reason why Spider-Man wasn't a part of the Avengers movie? Well, the movie rights weren't exactly owned by uh, Marvel Studios, which is owned by Disney. 
So Disney owns Marvel Studios and Sony, Sony owns Spider-Man, yeah. right? And Fox is the only one doing anything justice. Fantastic Four? No. Actually, Fox does a great job on the X-Men movies, so I know I'm not too worried about Fantastic Four. But I really wish Sony would. Do they, they still have Fantastic Four? Right? Yeah. So. How do you feel about the Daredevil Netflix show? Oh my god, it's going to be great. I was really excited. I heard that it was going to be like set in the 70s with uh, oh, like that Jones. Time piece. Yeah. But it's not, which it would have worked better because that would explain why we don't know about the characters. And there's a huge gap as far as the Marvel Universe. We know everything in like the like 50s, 60s and all that shit. And we know everything current day, but we have nothing in the 70s or 80s. Would have been perfect, but... Well, they can't meld together the TV universes and Netflix and everything else either. They might. They're going to they make can't, a Defenders movie. Like they, they won't. Like that's the same reason why they won't have um, Stephen Amell, who plays Arrow. Yeah. They won't have him in the Justice League movie if they make one. Yeah. Because they, they're just like two separate... It's basically like they're going to make millions possibly billions off of the movies as it is yeah and they're making the same amount of money off of tv so if they were to like combine them it's just a waste a waste right. yeah and they could take but a different opportunity with different people your boy guermo del toro <laughs> guermo guermo <laughs> he, he say that uh if he were to make constant or constantly Const dark he would use, use the constantly. tv version that would be cool but like I that's that's awesome. a totally different entity, though. I'm talking like the main superheroes. I would consider Daredevil one of the main superheroes. Absolutely. Whereas I'm excited to Justice see what League, like. Justice League Dark is like a whole bunch of unknowns. That's yeah. okay. What is it? Dead Man, Phantom Stranger, Zatana. who's all who's all part Zatanna, Zatana. uh, Swamp Thing, Constantine. Zandu. That's the magician. Is that lady from Madame Zan? Zandu oh, yeah. Uh, who else character. is there? What do you list? There's just, like, insane. Yeah. Like, if any of you it's know of these characters, that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. If you Dead don't, cool. that's fine. I understand. I think it would be fucking cool if they had Resurrection Man thrown onto that team. Because you have yeah. Resurrection Man and Dead Man. Yeah. That'd be so cool, man. Constantly dying. Constantly dying and just coming back. Yeah. Same with Swamp Thing. You can't really kill him. Yeah, have like that a regular part. That'd be it's cool. almost like Batman. You'd have Constantine as like... I would almost like to see Constantine that as a series. Actually, died and came back too, so you'd have very few people on that team who can't die. Even, like, I don't know much about Phantom Stranger, but I'm assuming he doesn't really die either. Yeah, he sucks. I don't think Satana would die really. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's see, what else? Number 20... Uh, Spider-Man married Mary Jane in 1987. That is quickly record. For which Marvel held a pub, uh, publicity event featuring actors dressed like Spider-Man and Mary Jane getting married in Shea Stadium. Did you know that? I, I think I did, and also, don't they have a kid together, which quickly gets, like, killed off, or it's like a dream or something? There's shit? probably some shit. Like, yeah. I haven't actually read that, Ron. I have, I think I have the comic book where they get married, though. Oh, you're lucky. Like, like, lucky, like lucky. not like the actual one though. It's like a, oh, yeah. like a, re, like a reprint or something. Like Marvel presents. It's uh, the most expensive comic book Did you know Eminem is a character in the Marvel universe? Really? There's a cover of the Punisher with Eminem, 
Oh. And it says Eminem and the Punisher. That actually, I didn't even know that. That's actually really cool. That's very cool. Props to him. Oh, it's Van Lenti and the Roca. They made that? It looks like it. That's cool. That's interesting. I didn't even know that. Uh, let's see. From 1975 to 1996, Marvel had trademarked the word zombies. Perhaps understanding that this trademark wasn't enforceable, in 1996, they registered Marvel zombies. That's right. So, um, Deadpool has regularly broken the fourth wall. He knew that he was in a comic books. This was due to his comic awareness, which was a pun about Captain Marvel's cosmic awareness. That's pretty cool. Did you know that? Marvel. Captain Marvel's. Uh, let's see. Despite all the gods that roam the universe, Marvel Universe lived under one true god called One Above All. Did you know that? Yep. I didn't even know that. In the uh, number 25. Iron Man was created by Stanley as a challenge to create a hero that no one should like and force people to like him. Did you know that? Uh, I can see it. That's something I never got is that like no one liked Iron Man. I thought Iron Man was amazing and then just like such a tortured character, a very real character for for his time. And then, when he's done well, he's done well. Yeah. But when he's... Like there's a lot of shit Iron Man comics though. Like I can't even... The 70s ones? I can't even say like I've read a Iron Man comics that I oh like to be honest. All that shit. Um, so there was the Iron Man saga or whatever the fuck it was. That was pretty rough. It's a boring comic. The old ones are kind of cool. Oh, what the hell? I didn't even. This is a weird one. In 2003, Marvel Comics announced it was planning to publish a five part series entitled Die Another Day, spelled D I. Featuring a resurrected Diana, the Princess of Wales, as a mutant with superpowers. That's very cool. Didn't you? Did you know that? No. That fucking blows my mind, man. It exists. I guess I don't know. It said uh, they were planning to publish. Oh, okay. So it probably I don't. I'm assuming the Queen wouldn't let that shit happen. No. But that's so fucking interesting. I, I didn't even know that for sure. Uh, twenty-seven. Uh, Marvel created a character named Irene Adler after the Sherlock Holmes character who was supposed to be Mystique's lover. Okay, is that Destiny? Marvel wasn't allowed to portray a gay relationship, so they made them be friends, but later announced that they were a couple. Yeah, I knew that one. Hmm. She's like one of the most promiscuous characters in Marvel. And then number 28, it's like, here's a sneak preview of Bishop from X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, there's no way. <laughs> Which looked pretty badass. That was a character they definitely did. Yeah, use. he... I don't... I think... Omasai! Was it, um... Juno? What did she play? Uh, Kitty Pryde. Kitty Pryde. Do you like her as Kitty Pryde? Oh, yeah. She's perfect. She's very, like, plain-looking, but cute. I was so crushed when I found out she was a thespian. <laughs> Fuck, what are the news? What are the aliens? Some news stories. Oh, if you got some. I'll give you a couple and then All we'll right. go. Let me read this one to you. This is from the Toronto Sun. It was posted Sunday, August 31st. I found this a couple days ago. Uh, <laughs> you're going to love this title. Coffee stands made millions selling Java and sex. 
A woman who operated a bikini coffee stand, yes, it is a thing, in Washington State, deposited more than $2 million in her bank in just three years. Apparently, her unique business offered coffee with the side of sex. Last Thursday, Carmela Panico, 52, <laughs> was charged with promoting prostitution and money laundering. So she did go to jail for it. Uh, prosecutors allege that Panico was the madam of drive through brothels, raking in millions of dollars and laundering the illegal profits through properties acquisitions. Uh... According to one of the baristas, he told the cops that the price for a cup of coffee started at $6, and customers usually typically paid with $20 bill. That's very cool. So, uh, the baristas That's kept the rest to shake their breasts or expose their genitals. They charged more for sex acts, and the droves of men who stopped at the stands mainly located along Highway 99 in... Snohomish County, Washington. I don't know. Uh, Connor's making music right now. I'm sorry if that ruins the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> are you playing us out right now? No. No, I'm just playing. Okay, let's see what else. This one's pretty funny. So, the title is... It's from uh, mirror.co.uk. So you know it's a legit website. Okay, yeah. Uh, (laughs) A woman called Crispy tried to burn down ex-boyfriend's house with bacon. This is for real. <laughs> the aptly named Cameo Crispy is to stand trial accused of purposely burning bacon in a bid to set fire to her former flame's home. That is written beautifully, man. It is. That's great. That is amazing. So, uh, there's a picture of her. Oh my god, she looks like bacon. <laughs> Did you say she looks like bacon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Women are just a piece of meat. Oh, that's that's terrible. Disclaimer. Men are Disclaimer. Just of meat. Disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> intentionally leaving a pound of bacon on the stove. Uh, she alleged to have purposely left the meat on a lit burner. 32 year old from Utah called and sent text messages to her former flame throughout the alleged incident, compelling him to call 911. On arrivals, officer found smoke steaming. Streaming out of the front door, hot coals on the floor, and a pound of severely burnt bacon inside the property. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is like all getting cut out. <laughs> what? You want beats in the background? That's like part of uh, GVDSA. Is just playing piano. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> da. This is one I told you about actually that you were like that's fucked up. What? <coughs> this one's in uh Huffington Post. Oh yeah. So you Huffington know Huffington Post is really actually good. It's gonna be source. legit. Uh a neighbor is hell bent on shutting down kids illegal lemonade stand. 
When life gives you lemons, stay away from this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Doug Wilkie, 61, is fighting to get authorities to close down the unlicensed lemonade stand of his 12-year-old neighbor, T.J. Guerrero, the Tampa Bay Times reports. Wilkie, who lives in Dunedin, Florida, Dunedin. has emailed City Hall at least four times pleading that they force Guerrero to close his business, according to the Times. Uh, Please help me regain my quiet home and neighborhood, wrote Wilkie who said the stand is causing excessive traffic, trash, illegal parking, and noise. <laughs> That's like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm very worried about the value of my home, which is why I built it in a residential area, not a business area. <laughs> a fucking 12-year-old kid. Uh, oh, man, check this out. Uh... The complaints may have backfired after news of the conflict came out. Hundreds of customers came to purchase lemonade and cookies from Guerrero, according to Fox 13. Guerrero made more than $600 in two hours. Oh my god. That's fucking crazy. That's weird marketing. We should get someone to complain about this podcast. Yeah. They're causing too much ruckus. So uh, that's been... Over an hour. Namaste. It's not bad for a first podcast. Uh, just want to say thanks again for doing this. Thanks for listening. This is like a full movie. It's like a, kind of a full movie. Free movie. Free movie, but fun. We'll be on uh, CKOM 650 uh, right after John Gormley and on uh, CFCR right after uh, Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> Buy our shit and make us money. We'll uh, make you money. We'll make you very lucky. So like I said, if you like this, uh, just let one of us know. That'd be awesome. Want some feedback, some anything. Um, We're going to do another one on crime. We're going to talk about our favorite crime movies, which I'm fucking pumped for. I already have my list. Uh, We're going to do, you and me are each going to do a one true three of crimes that we committed. Okay. Which is a game I stole from Tell Em Steve Dave, where we come up with three things. Tell one of them is true, two of them are fake, and we have to guess which one is true. So, And then uh, I was going to do another one I stole from Tell Em Steve Dave, where uh, it's going to be bad crimes, and you have to guess if it's a man or a woman. So that should oh. be pretty fun. So it'll be like... Or a white um, person or a black person. This person... Broke into La Senza in a frenzy, high on meth, stole $2,000 worth of panties, and ran out. Was it a man or a woman? So, stuff like that. Uh, Cotter's out of here. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening, and uh, talk to you guys next time. Thanks.